I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit, Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back. To another episode of Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. My name is Justin Perez. And we're watching Sports Highlights. Yes, our girlfriends are watching it, so we're watching it. That's right. Yeah, it's Eric's an excuse to do a, a sports episode of the show this week. Kidding. We watched <laughs> The Bachelor like a bunch of cucks. Yes, it was uh, quite the episode. Some hearts are broken. Some plane tickets were acquired. Some surprises were had. So much to talk about, and we're going to do that in a few minutes. But uh, obviously, we have to give you uh, a quick update on everything that's going on. First and foremost, this is going to be maybe the second to last episode ever in the mouse house. That's right. <laughs> it's a Lex night. Lex uh-huh. is not here. She's uh, eating lunch with, uh, I don't know, some girl who's like 20 or something. All right. You believe that? Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I've been told. It is, seven, it is 830 at night. So that's a hell of a lunch she's having. I think she's on her way back. You uh-huh. might hear Lex come in and uh, interrupt the podcast at some point. If uh-huh. you do, don't be alarmed. Uh, she's here and everything's fine between us. Uh, but we are moving to Astoria and sometime in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and we'll be moving to a brand new, beautiful location. Oh, wait. Is it Lex? I hear the door opening. No. Hello. It's my <laughs> other roommate. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Well, as hey, you know, <laughs> listeners, uh, we do the, the Mouse House has many roommates that live here. Uh, Lex <laughs> is just one of them. Um, so we are joined now by uh, uh, Matt, who has just walked through the door. No, yeah. you don't have to say hello. It's fine. <laughs> Matt, how uh, do you feel about about it being called the Mouse House? Uh, You didn't hear it, but Matt immediately said it's 100% accurate. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, So it's very exciting stuff, the uh, the idea of being able to get out of here. Uh, And we're moving to a a brand new, well, it's not a brand new apartment, a beautiful apartment. But in this apartment hunt that we've been uh, going on, Justin, we, we looked at a place in Astoria that's like a little closer to like the Greek place. Well, it's, the story is the Greek place, but it's a little closer to like where um, the yogurt like place. no man's land in Queens. Ah. And it was like in that direction. And it was this like it was this fucking huge apartment. It was a, like eleven hundred square feet. It was really, really big. Um, but it's a the, 20 minute walk. It's a long walk from the yeah. M train. It was it was a, it was about it was about 11 blocks from the train. Oof. But on top of that, uh, it also a lot of these buildings are like some of these buildings are like luxury buildings or at least they're like apartment buildings in the way that they have like you know they have like a certain design to them the lobby has a design to it and 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 th- there's like comfortable chairs in there like sort of like modern designs sure this one had the design of a like a place that you would have like a quinceanera mm-hmm. it had like like um like disgusting like like marble floor that some immigrant probably thought was very cool. Uh, Jesus Christ! Do you know you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about immigrant design. Is that what you're trying I'm to talking get? about? Immigrant design. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I've never heard of immigrant design. Immigrant design. They're usually not in the position of power to uh, design a place. So I would. No, but the design is like is there's like a tackiness to it <laughs> that's like like they they think that like like marble is really cool you're describing the, italian design <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> you're literally describing every italian in north jersey i've ever met you know, we just get some marble in here, and we get some marble countertops. You know, wouldn't that be nice? You you throw the pizza down on marble, and uh, I don't know, just marble. Just it, it just it so, looks, so really, you're describing Italian immigrant, not so much Mexican immigrant. I've never known the Mexicans to be big marble fans. I've known them to to like maize, if you will, but not marble. Maize like the corn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do they make things out of maize? No, I oh, mean a, a necklace or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but marble Mexicans seems to be necklaces. a strong Italian or Greek, which is the neighborhood. Love, yeah, we lo- yeah, we seem to both love. It's the region. Regionally, <laughs> we just love marble. Yeah, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Well, very, very odd to have been in that building and actually considered it as a place to live. 
Yeah. 1,100 square feet. Come on, Justin. How much was it? To give people uh, a, a little glimpse into New York City real estate, because for those of you who live anywhere else in in the United States, with the exception of San Francisco, yeah, you're definitely paying less than what we're about to say. And you can probably afford to live there comfortably. You might have oh, a car. Oh, yeah. You're you living in have, a nice neighborhood. Right. And you're paying a lot less than I'm paying for to live. Maybe you have a savings account. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps you even have some money in that savings account. Right. And not just the deposits you got from your grandmother on your birthday for $25. Well, this very cool 1,100 square feet apartment in the uh, uh, Mexican banquet hall was uh, $2,650 oh, in rent. $2,650. All right. So you're 10... 1,100 square feet, Justin. But you're 10 blocks away from civilization. Well, that's true. And you live in a Italian prison. Is that, it didn't have a prison look. It just had like a, like I said, like a banquet sure, hall. Sure, Like yeah, a place yeah. that you would, it sort of looks like it was like a place where you would have a wedding if it was just converted into a place where you could now live. And that, I see. that might have been why there was 1100 It was like a catering hall that's Yeah, now, like a catering hall. Yeah. That's right. It had that t- type of look to it. All the faucets were like shaped like, um, um, Clamshells? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this was in the apartment or like yeah, the, no, that, the lobby was, or something? That was like the sink in the bathroom. Oh boy, it's, it was a, it was a clamshell. It's a real it's a real. So you'd go from the mouse house. You'd go from living in like, um, uh, not poverty, but it's poverty. Uh, it's just like. Would you not call this poverty? <laughs> I'd call this. Not true poverty. True poverty is like housing development or you're living. True poverty makes it sound like a show on HBO. Yeah, true poverty is like several people (laughs) to a room. Yeah. Everyone has their own room and like that's not true poverty. You've chosen to live like a shitty frat house. Yeah. It is sort of like shitty frat house-esque. Yes. But it all comes to an end April 1st. Pretty cool. Imagine this was an elaborate April Fool, Fool's joke that by, Lexi started. By, by the universe? <laughs> no, no, by Lexi. She just was like, yeah, it's me with this We're guy. We're staying here forever. <laughs> ah, you sucker. I re-signed the lease on crayon. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> well, moving on from my stupid business. Uh, Somebody's a birthday boy this week. Yeah, once again, Woo. we're talking about my birthday. It's finally coming up. Uh, the girlfriend has gotten me some gifts. She got me a couple of things. And apparently when I get home tonight, she's giving me some good gifts. Like and what? I, she got me a couple of joke gifts. She got me a hat that says Dog Dad. Okay. Just, That's sort of fitting. Yeah, I am, I, I am I'd Dog see Dad. You be, I'd see you wear that. Yeah, it's a nice hat. Yeah. And then I have, um, she made a fake comedy album because God forbid I record a comedy album. You're not going to do that. Nope. Uh, it requires writing jokes that yep. are relevant from this decade. And booking a venue yep. and getting an audience, none of which you can do. Uh, being funny. Yeah. I cannot do these things. Yep. So uh, she made a fake comedy album using a very bizarre photo of me, and it just says, I'm a big boy now, and it looks like an album cover, and she placed it, and one of my album cover, uh, uh, what are those things? Frames. 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 Because I have a bunch of uh, comedy albums hanging up in my apartment. Uh, like every failed comedian does. Yep. And uh, yeah, so she did that. It was very nice of her. And apparently tonight I get some real gifts. No more joke gifts. Do you have any hunch as to what that might be? Thinking Birkenstocks, which I... That's not a joke gift? <laughs> <laughs> She's listening, you monster. Stop putting me in a weird position. Um, I'm excited if, it, if they are. <laughs> uh, okay no she tried to get me them for christmas and i said no don't get that yeah and she's like why not As i go I. I would rather have a winter jacket i can't wear them until june and they're ugly they are ugly they do look comfortable but the 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 times i'd wear them is to walk the dog and maybe like if we went on vacation somewhere where no one knew me or cared yeah, where you could wear something ugly and it'd be fine yeah right so the, the so pl- it sounds like a waste of a gift <laughs> if you're listening taz no if she got it to me I, I, i'd be okay with it whatever she gets me i'm gonna pretend like i love it and that's what being in a loving committed relationship entails <laughs> is pretending to do a lot of shit that you think is really dumb and stupid and ugly uh a great thing has been I've now realized that to concede any argument and just be like, you know what? I was wrong. You were right. I was wrong. Right. And now what started happening is since I've started doing that, I, like I've just been like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I, you're right. I'm wrong. 
she's come up to me like a few hours or like the next day and been like, you know what? I was wrong. Uh, I wanted to apologize to you. And I was like, this is incredible. She, she'll, she'll, yeah. she'll, she'll come around if you just give up. Like you'll find out who actually was at fault if you just give up. As Rashid Wallace said, ball don't, ball don't lie. lie. That's yes, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I had her shoot the shot yeah. and the ball did not lie. She shot her free throws and missed them both. Ball did not lie. Yeah, I was correct. It's been a fun thing about uh, learning how to be in an adult relationship. Um, truthfully, with women, you just have to keep placating them <laughs> until they come around on whatever you you know decide uh, you want them to come around on. Um, very simple creatures. Oh my god, you sound like Yet beautiful. You sound like Tim Allen, nineteen ninety seven. Think about women is that you ever get in a fight with a woman and just Tim Allen's act was on stage and grunting and grunting about how women don't get it and how men are cavemen and. And that is why we, they don't get it. And then he got a sitcom that ran for like nine years. And he's Buzz Lightyear. Genius, Tim he, Allen. Tim this Allen is the thing we did wrong with stand-up. Stu- by being a hack, he stumbled into just uh, a billion dollars. Dude, Justin, I've realized this so many times, uh, and I understand this business now, and uh-huh. my soul is too destroyed to actually <laughs> take a step back and try it again. Yeah. But the thing that we both did wrong with stand-up was we didn't like brand our acts in a way <laughs> that... like. Like w- would have been profitable for us. We tried to do like real comedy, and that was <laughs> that was our biggest mistake. We should have never. We done should it. have done something where somebody could have been like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's the Italian guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the guy who fucking whippa whippa. Yeah, whippa whippa. <laughs> Just say whippa after every punchline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's what you need so, in this business. Uh, to be so successful. it looks like uh, I'm off Tinder. Whippa whippa whippa. <laughs> Thank you guys. I've been whippa Perez. Because <laughs> this is what happens, dude. You go to a meeting with Disney, and then Disney says. We need somebody to play this animated astronaut toy. Yes. Get me the guy who grunts on stage. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he has a pleasing voice when he's not screaming about his he's wife. definable. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. That's what you need to be in this business. Yes, exactly. Uh, guys, before we get into uh, the uh, the meat of this week's episode, uh, we want you to go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Uh, a couple of you have been noticing have actually been doing this, which is nice because most of the time... You know, you guys don't do that stuff, and it uh, it sucks. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. now that I see two, three re- reviews have rolled in in the last, like, two weeks, you guys are doing a great job. We really appreciate that. So keep those coming in. It helps with the visibility for the show, and it helps us uh, just spread the word of what we're doing, too. Um, and it helps me to stop making fake emails. That's right. Signing up for iTunes. And it stops and me from going to each individual it. Apple store in New York City and leaving <laughs> reviews uh, through the uh, iPhones and the iPads yeah, that it, are in the Apple store. There's only so many Apple stores in New York. There's only like 12 here. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but first order of business before we get into The Bachelor, R. Kelly, uh, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. He has been uh, arrested and I believe arraigned. You're the court guy, is that correct? Arraigned is when you first get arrested. They arraign you, meaning you go before... That's just a judge, sort of, they state the charges, and then they set bail. So he was arraigned. He's probably been uh, indicted, I imagine. Okay, so he is now... Uh, basically about to go to trial for... No, um, no, he's not going to trial for a long time. He's not going to trial for like a year, probably, because most cases take at least a year to go to trial. And so they'll have a discovery. This is very boring, but I will tell you the very process. Very important. It'll be worth it, folks, we uh, promise. <laughs> so the process is he's going to have... Him and his lawyers are going to have to get discovery material, meaning information that is privy to the DAs. Yeah. And they're going to have to share that with the lawyers and order investigation and all this stuff and that's going to take about a year in most in most uh states and right now he got out of jail because a random fan who met him like once bailed him out for a hundred thousand dollars because he apparently has no money 
the man who is that is, right? He, I didn't know that. He has no money, according to him. He has no money. He also um, so happens that you pay for all of those sex dungeons. Yeah. <laughs> he also had. He also owed two hundred thousand dollars in child support. So he was bailed oh, out. Wow. He went straight to a McDonald's where children hang out. Yeah. Uh, was eating there immediately after prison, and then. Uh, he did a bizarre interview with, yeah. with Gail King. Oh yeah, and it was it was interesting, man. There's there's I mean it's been memed a million times at this point. Yeah. Uh, but R. Kelly is sitting in the chair across from Gail King. <laughs> Gail King, very um, honestly, politely, uh, and uh, with such composure, is asking these questions to R. Kelly. Uh, Not thrown at all. Like she's seen this act before. Yeah, basically just trying to get to the bottom of what he's thinking right now. Uh, and he is essentially um, just trying to say that these are all false allegations and there. So when basically after he mentions that everything is false and uh, people are just setting him up, he is just he is he's hurled into this frenzy when Gail presses him on whether or not he's actually guilty of anything. And by press him, I mean literally ask him, "Did you do this? Did you? Are all these women lying?" <laughs> and, and that's pressing him. Yeah, asking the most obvious question. And he said, "No, no, of course these are. The, I beat. He, what, what did he say? I beat my case. If you beat your case, you beat your case. You can't be doing yeah, double jeopardy. Not that on I'm, me. I didn't do it. I'm not guilty. I, I beat, beat my, my case. case. <laughs> yeah, I beat the charges. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is he had a song with Jay Z called like Not Guilty. Yeah, Jigga Ho, Not Guilty." And it was about this, and he beat the case. Yeah. And he was not guilty. Yeah, not guilty. Um, but here's the thing. So so Gail <laughs> presses him on this, and that's when he just erupts, and he starts throwing his arms, saying, you, got, you, fuck it, you guys can't do this to me. Y'all killing me by doing this. He had to be consoled. They took him out of the room, brought him back, put makeup back on him. He took a break and came back. Meanwhile, serious kudos to Gail King. For not getting ruffled at this thing. She just handled it like a f- true fucking professional. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is really the only thing we want to talk about with R. Kelly before we get into stuff. T- just because it's sort of... It's a continuation of what we talked about when we talked about the uh, R. Kelly documentary. Which was one of the documentaries that was heard around the world. And then next week we're going to talk about... Um, the Michael Jackson documentary. Finding Neverland on HBO. Yeah, it's hot. And uh, I just haven't had time to watch it yet. It's four hours long, right? Yes, it's two parts, two, two hours. Two hours a piece. Yeah, so the, we're going to need a little bit of time to get to that. But um, the thing with R. Kelly is... He didn't do it. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to say that. But I'll be honest. I really do think that in his head, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. I think in his head, it's not. This isn't a crime that he got caught committing. In his head, truthfully, he is being wrongfully accused of some something that's not a crime in his head, and that's that's been fascinating to watch because it's you've seen enough evidence laid out through these documentaries and everything to go, holy shit, what yeah. a nightmare. He in his mind, he he kind of said it in the Gail King interview. At one point, he's like. There's actual people who are actually stuck in in chains, yeah. and, and they're being trapped by men. And y'all worried about me? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I think that's what you think imprisonment is. Yeah. I think you actually think it's literal slavery or like right. chains or something like Black Snake Moan. Right, that's what you think it is. You don't actually think it's right. You taking away someone's like credit cards and cell phone, right, and just sort of isolating them. Well, beyond that, and also fucking kids that are very obviously like well underage. Yeah, I mean, he got Aaliyah pregnant. She was 16 years he old. Married he, yeah, he married Aaliyah. He legally married Aaliyah. Right. Got it annulled because I'm sure the people at his record label were like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone knows how old she is. Are you fucking crazy? She's famous. Yeah, Her right. age is public knowledge, you psychopath. Right. And, and, and this is not the first thing. Me and you were talking about this, how musicians have always sort of had like a, right. a thing with sleeping with like teenage uh, and underage girls since... I mean, since the dawn of time, Jerry Lee right. Lewis slept with his underage cousin at one point, married her. Yeah. And that's what kind of got him lost before he had I to come back as country. The, f- the first as uh, first like American pop star to do that. Right. Uh, he's the first who uh, Jerry, Jerry Lewis? Lewis that you can think of. 
Like in, at in least, like, at least in music, I I know Chaplin. Music, right. Chaplin was yeah, banging Chaplin fourteen some, year old, yeah, married yeah. a fourteen or fifteen year old. Hollywood's always been a, a shit show. Famous of people kids. have always said, you know what? That doesn't apply to me. I really need this for my creative right. process. I'm quirky. Like for for years, it just was like, oh, he's quirky, and we were sort of fine with that. Sort of, yeah. Like Elvis hear, did it. Elvis, yeah, Chuck Elvis Barry did, did it. it. That's right. Um, and not to not to that makes it like. Okay, it's just more something that you can see uh, a dramatic shift in in terms of like how we accept and think about <laughs> you know what what famous people do. It took but, 2018 years for us to be like, you know what, pedophilia. I don't know. Time's up for you, pedophilia. <laughs> it took a while, you know. It really is wild to think like that because it. And we were we were sort of having this conversation through text, and I said it mostly kidding, but. There is something to be said about the fact that like a lot of these famous people that are considered creatives. Listen, man, in our line of work, um, I don't even want to say that I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of famous people, but I have I just have met a lot of famous people. It's just more like a uh, uh, as a matter of fact. Yes, I've met uh, semi famous people. They're all insane. And the most <laughs> insane are the musicians. Musicians are hands down the craziest of, of any uh, artistic famous person that exists. If you meet somebody like Bruno Mars or if you meet somebody like fucking, uh, you know, uh, I'm just trying to think of the the other weirdest musicians that, that I've ever met. You met Bruno Mars? Yeah, very briefly. But there is, uh, he used to come up to the radio station to go to Mount when I was working there. Was he weird? Yeah, the rap was that he was just a weird guy. <laughs> and that like all these dudes that come in are just like fucking, they're weirdos because they're like, I don't know, like, the whole dish behind, like, musicians, you know. But I can tell you that actors, actors are not to be trusted. <laughs> and there's a difference between that and, like, musicians. Musicians are just fucking strange people. Yeah. Uh, point in case, you know, like, Michael Jackson is a perfect example. Even if he is completely innocent of doing <laughs> what he's accused of doing, sure, yeah. he's a fucking weirdo, you know. Uh, there's no way around that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's pretty weird. Yeah, he's pretty fucking even weird. Even if he's done nothing, which that's what I'm saying. He even has, if, even if whatever he has been sleep, everyone everyone agrees. His attorneys, he agrees. He's definitely slept in bed with children. Yes, with boys only. Yes, boys only. Which everyone agrees. Which and again, now again, this is assuming that he hasn't done anything that he's not supposed to have done. It's kind of weird for an adult man to sleep in a bed with a bunch of children that aren't his. The only people who are not parents who have done that are pedophiles. Exactly. So it's kind of hard for me to believe people are like, come on, they're out for money. I'm like, they've been out for money since 1992. Exactly. There's been charges and rumors and people coming forward since 92. So it's not like, why do these guys come forward now? I believe them, but everyone's been coming forward. When someone gives you $25 million yeah. to not have to relive the worst moments of your life on the stand, yeah. you take the $25 million. Yeah, of course I you know do. people go, you know, that's my kid. There's no way we're taking money. No, you've never you've never had the idea of $25 million in your pocket. You could probably say no to $1 million. you could buy. You, you, you'll, you'll probably say no to $1 million. Most people pride, like Most people's pride is gone after $5 million. There's not yeah. many people in the world who will go, you know what? I do want to relive this for free. And I do want this public knowledge of my face and my, you know, I was molested by Michael Jackson. I want that to be public knowledge and I want no money for it. Yeah. I, I, like in a way, 25 million is better than like, I, I know this sounds God awful, but in terms of like what the justice system provides for people, I'd rather get 25 million than, than have to testify. I mean, it doesn't stop. It's a hot take. I mean, here's the thing. The whole point of testifying is to eliminate this person from doing this again to other people, right? Yeah. But when you're a kid or you're an actual person, you're only concerned with yourself. Yeah. Like uh, I, like when I was a kid, I was uh, I was sexually abused by somebody in my family. Yeah. Not to get all like weepy. Yeah. And if you ask me, would you rather testify or get twenty five million? <laughs> it's a no brainer. <laughs> Give me that money. <laughs> I'll figure shit out. <laughs> I'll I'll pay out of network for therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty five million was much better than like just having to go into comedy and yeah. start a podcast and yeah. turn off that phone, Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with all this. Yeah, is my so, phone went off. So yeah, so that's the point of like people will sort of shit on the kids for taking money. Like, oh, it must not be true if he took money. It's like no, that's 
the easy option and the option uh, like 99.9% of the population would take. Yeah. Well, all right. So the point that I was trying to make the originally with R. Kelly here is like he's it's a perfect example of somebody who uh, because of his celebrity, I think uh-huh. um, I, I would think that I truthfully think that part of his defense is his flailing defense is that this is perhaps racially motivated because he is a black man who has been very <laughs> successful over the past 30 years yeah. or however, you know, um, iconic really in the black community until sure. he was, you know, started doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do think that he believes that he is, is that he just didn't do anything wrong. Uh, and I do wonder like with the way the temperature is right now and the fact that we're sort of not really giving these people the past that we gave them in like the fifties and the sixties and eighties and nineties and seventies, two thousands. Is it something that goes away? Do you think in the next, do you think uh, this is just a trend right now? I think it's a trend. I, I think that the idea of like getting justice for victims is very in right now. And it's one of the first times in the history of this society that it's been a very in thing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, due process has been very um, skittish yeah. over the last, uh, at it, least in modern times. It um, swung the other way because you think of all this like um, uh, uh, like Anita Hill and all this stuff. People said people didn't believe her enough. Yeah. And it's skewing a little. I, I don't think it's enough. I, I think... People are now going the other way of like, you know what? Believe everyone. Yeah. And it's, it's different. I, I don't know if it's a trend or not. I, I, I don't, I don't know the future anymore. I've apologized to the gypsy. I've given back her wares and yeah. you know, I've atoned for my mistake with her. So the future is no longer <laughs> mine to, to see anymore. Uh, so I don't know, Mike, I don't know if this is a trend or not, but uh, it is interesting. I will say for R. Kelly thinking this is like a black Conspiracy? I really do think that he has. There's a bit of that in his head. <laughs> well, do you not think so? Oh, I think I think he thinks that, but yeah. he's f- forgetting one big part. All the victims are black. <laughs> yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> it's not like there's a bunch of white girls and him going like, uh, "Man, they're trying to get a black man down." It's like, no, everyone's black in this. Yeah, and you abuse it, all of them. I I hate to break it to you, no one cares about black women. So if anything, it's it like makes me think that there's something to it obviously yeah right right if even people who don't give a shit about black women are like i think they're telling the truth these yeah women, right these 30 women <laughs> yeah who cry immediately when his name is said yeah who shudder at his name yeah so uh yeah so I, I don't know if it's going one way or the other but this has been two men talking about r kelly <laughs> all right well let's get into the meat for this week's episode yep. uh it's obviously the it's a great week for you because for once the only thing that we really should be talking about is the only show that you've been watching periodically justin we're talking about abc's the fence jump that's uh, <laughs> might as well be the sh- that show uh, at mondays at eight o'clock it's been might i add your lack of watching shows has been brought up to me outside of who? the who brought it up name uh, names a potential f- uh future guest of ours wow uh who was on one of these reality shows wow asked if if she could do our show because she thinks it's funny and she's listened to our show she i don't know if she's listened but somebody (laughs) told her that it's funny (laughs) which Uh, might have been a mistake i think it's a a little friend called sarah levine (laughs) who said something nice about us but uh she said uh, i like like yeah i'd love to come on but justin has to watch the show oh i'll watch the show oh okay i will I, i have no problem doing homework it's just that um I don't care. No, that's that's <laughs> what some I of the thought. shows right now, but that's one hundred percent right. But I would definitely watch the show that we're talking about. So the Bachelor, Bachelor's, uh, it, we finally get to the moment that we've been waiting for the entire season. The pencil pencil episode. What's it called? The, the what? Second to last episode. What's that called? You the know, second the, to last episode. It's called like the pentamulet episode. It's a vocab word I can't remember now. Oh boy, you're ruining our momentum, huh? Uh, so we're talking about second to last episode. Uh, they've been hyping the fence jump for uh, it seems like a year, and yeah, they've been hyping it for quite a bit. And usually, when they hype things on The Bachelor, it's some shit about. Uh, 
oh my god, David it was taken away in an ambulance. Yeah. And then you find out David fell, fell out, out of a bunk bed, bed or yeah. something. Whatever yeah, the hell yeah, that guy's yeah. name was. That was so stupid. Yeah, and you're like, they that's made, it? They a drunk guy it. fell out of a bunk bed? They made it seem like like Jordan just hauled off and blasted this dude in the face. Yeah. And, and of really, course, it was just some fucking like Jewy camp kid <laughs> that just rolled out of his bunk bed. Yeah, too many spicy margaritas yeah. and he fucking bumped his face. So, uh, so, so yeah, so it was hyped up and we finally got to see the fence drop. So to give you, to catch up everyone, what happened in The Bachelor this week is they had hometown visits, or I'm sorry, not hometown visits, they had the final three and the fantasy suite, which usually in The Bachelor means that The Bachelor or Bachelorette fuck three people right. in three nights. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> they one, get their dick wet, they get their drive. vagina wet. Yeah. Uh, for, and then you find out, uh, it's usually my favorite episode because what'll happen is one of the three people, the, the Bachelor or Bachelorette will come out and be like, um, I didn't feel like we had a real good connection right now with each other. I'm hoping it'll change. Yeah. But basically saying, oh, we didn't fuck good. Something yeah, was weird. Right. I, I, yeah, 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 I, yeah. This guy's weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This girl is uh, yeah. cold feet or something. You know, I don't know what, what the hell is going on. Yeah. So uh, that's usually my favorite episode. But this week we had uh, Colton first went on a date with uh, uh, Tasha. Yes. Uh, who's... Me and Mike's we personal both agree. favorite. Yeah, I mean, we both, especially out of the three left, that she's is, the hottest. Like by, she's by the hottest, a long shot, she she's the hottest for like regular people. Yeah, uh, she has a gorgeous skin. She has a, a very pretty smile. She yep. has humongous tomatoes. <laughs> She is beautiful. She's out of control hot. And she, Colton's sort of like, and she, yeah. She's, she's sort of lukewarm on she's this. She's out of angel. control. She somehow has like very big boobs and like a very skinny frame. Yeah. And they're real boobs. And yeah. she's a genetic are, freak. Yeah. She's a genetic freak. Yeah. She she's looks what great. happened when a black guy and a Mexican woman make a child. Yeah. They make perfection. Yeah. They make an angel. They make an angel. She's very, very attractive. <laughs> she's very attractive. She's so attractive that I will only try to date black women from now on. That's right. You hear so. that, Taz? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I want to make a Tasha. So anyway, so uh, you have that. The date's fine. They kiss. They uh, they have a overnight, and you find out basically they don't fuck. They right. both sort of say, we had a nice talk. Yeah. I got to see Colton for who he was. We didn't fuck. Yeah. Uh, then you have Cassie, who, if you recall, should have been eliminated last week. She, after right. Colton told th- three other women, I'm in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. And they all said, I'm falling in love with you. Cassie once again was like, I don't know. Yeah, right, right. So they Telltale go tell sign that maybe you should just send somebody home. Y- yep, yep. You're the bachelor. These <laughs> girls are supposed to be fucking wild for you. Wild. Gaga, if yeah. you will. You're, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, keep going. So much <laughs> is coming to my mind right now, but go ahead. So, so then he explicitly keeps this woman on. Uh, ignoring every warning that four different women have told him, like, I think people are on here for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. And then someone just says, I think Cassie and Kaylin are here for the wrong reasons. They've talked about the Bachelorette. Yeah. So I'm just giving you a heads up. And what does he do? He keeps one of them. I know. <laughs> he should have eliminated both of them. Yeah. Okay, so you keep one of them. All right, so whatever. So they go on a date. They're in... All these dates have been in Portugal. They're they're in Portugal. They're in a random spot of Portugal, which has thrown a lot of money at the Bachelor yeah. uh, production Please company. Please come to our village. Come to Nowhereville, Portugal. <laughs> I don't even know what accent we're doing. It's you, uh, definitely not Portuguese. <laughs> they're a little. They're close to Spain. They're right next to Spain. So yeah, it's like it looks like it's close to the border there, but it's on the coast also. So it seems like the or it appears to be on the coast. Very beautiful shots. I mean, I never. It's a really European give, city. Most yeah. European cities are beautiful. And it's a port city. I mean, Portugal is like like literally it's like a, f- a fraction of the Spanish coast. Yeah. That's like the country, essentially. It's called Port Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, they invented port wine, which is god awful. Is that true? Yeah. That's like their main thing is port. I, I'm not, I, I know this sounds like a simple joke. It is not that. It, port wine is I never everywhere. Know with you. Port is terrible. It's terrible, terrible sweet wine. Okay, all right. Never fall for it. Anyway. Anyway. So uh, they're in Portugal. They're having a great time. I... Uh, they're talking about families, and Colton is like, "Yeah, your uh, talk I had with your dad. Uh, yes, he did. It was very, it was really challenging, but it was probably my favorite talk, which is like a beautiful spin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like I, a mother who got shit as on. As you at- know, I like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably my." 
biggest weakness is my perfection. <laughs> this is like a, a dummy on an interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm too much, too much of a perfectionist and I, that's probably my biggest week. I'm always on time. Yeah. That's my yeah, biggest yeah, weakness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so he, he's like, yeah, it's uh, really challenging, but really great talk. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, what? He didn't approve of us getting engaged? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a problem? <laughs> and she literally says nothing for like 10 seconds. She's like, oh, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. And what you see in her face is her saying, I've got my out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I finally have a way was. to get out of this. Thank you, daddy. Yeah. You stuck to the script. <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait for The Bachelorette next season. And thank you, dad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so you kind of think that's the end of it. She kind of shows trepidation. Colton's still very optimistic. Yeah. And they're making out a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're making out in the street. They pull each other away from each other. Just constantly making out. A lot of physical connection between these two. Um, and so this happens and then, uh, uh, what happens next? We see this little ruddy faced, uh, white man show up in Portugal. That it was <laughs> fucking sh- You literally like, like, cause you, I, I hadn't watched the episode before this. I had just like heard it and read recaps and stuff like that, but I had known that there was a girl whose father did not give his blessing. Yes. Yes. So and it turns out to be obviously this, um, this girl, but yes. The fact that he they are in Portugal. They're not in like... <laughs> they're like a six, six and a half hour flight away. They're nowhere near. <laughs> no, where is she from? She's from Huntington Beach, California. So she is... Oh, actually, that's further away from Portugal. That's probably like a close dude, to a 10 hour it is, flight. It is... That's a 12 hour flight. Portugal's <laughs> got... Portugal's six hours away from New York. Yeah. It's got to be. If England is a six hour flight over the ocean... Well, let's, let's look it up. Point being, he went... <laughs> 12 hours roughly to appear for i don't know three minutes on camera <laughs> to essentially fucking god it up with his daughter and just explain to hit to her listen your your marriage is uh it's it's a it's a commitment second to your commitment to god second i heard that i was like get them the fuck out of here man take your daughter get on a plane go back to california this sucks yeah usually hearing anybody talk like that about god now granted if i'm turning anybody off i'm sorry but we won't miss you uh (laughs) it's usually a red flag for me to hear that much god talk and the fact that the fucking producers went to him and were like listen this season sucks pretty bad and we're gonna need you to save it dave (laughs) dave yeah (laughs) can we get you on a plane and get you to portugal we'll put you up in the hotel you only stay for a day but you get to see your little girl and yes i'm in i'm in i'm in i'm in i'm in i'm in i'll put my back to fame yes yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey uh guys i'm gonna need next week off Uh, (laughs) dave what's what everything okay yeah it's uh, kind of an emergency um what's wrong dude (sighs) my daughter met a guy six weeks ago and she may get engaged with him and i want to break it up so i'm gonna go to portugal and convince my daughter to not possibly get engaged to a man that i've met once so i'll see you guys in a week i i mean they're your days dave (laughs) okay yeah we'll cover it we'll make sure that you're covered yeah she's 23 so i have to do this all right well have fun all right. Um, I love some donuts for everyone at the uh, at the front over there. So, <laughs> also, I, I took a shit and I didn't flush. Anyway, I'm out of here, guys. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, what an <laughs> absurd appearance. That's never happened before, right? In like a uh, in the, that not you that I remember? know of. I certainly not the travel. Yeah. To me, it's a real betrayal by the producers to Colton. It's right. a real fuck you. Right. It's a real like you know what I. Th- this was never a collaboration because yeah. that's, I'm sure that's what they tell him. Yeah. I'm sure he knows his shooting schedule every day. Yeah. He knows everyone's location. He know he's the main star of a hit show. So for one season, he's the main dude, right? He's talking with Chris Harrison off camera. They're always like buddy, buddy. Yeah. And then they fucking sneak in a dad. Yeah. To, uh, I mean, they his know what they were doing. Rival. His arch rival. The only person who doesn't fall for his bullshit. Yeah. Has been like, you know what? Let's fly that motherfucker out here. Yeah. And they fly him out there. It's, yeah. It's really I've fucking I've never wild. been more like, wow. Yeah. This is a business, man. This was never a friendship. You dummy. But the other <laughs> thing is like, like how bad has this season been that they were like, we're going to need... 
we're going to need something so big to uh-huh. make this worth it that we'll spend the money. Uh-huh. We'll convince this dude to just like fucking get out to, to Portugal and, and do Cause dude, when you really think about even just watching this from like a spectator's point of view, uh-huh. like, like having no dog in the fight and, and just watching it from a pure TV standpoint, it'd be like watching a soap opera and if like like some stupid like sweeps stunt to like bring somebody back from the dead, yes. it's like that level of ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's truly ridiculous. Like, it's just like yeah, yeah. He just he just happens to show up in Portugal. <laughs> it's they're not even in the country. It's they're out of the country. <laughs> it's Think about that. It's a deuce es machina, meaning ghost in the machine, meaning like a like a clever ending that. Oh, guess what? Uh, the whole thing was a dream. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, It's like one of those endings where you're like, well, you just needed something. So we we, we brought something in from nowhere. You right, know what I mean? Right, 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 right. So it's really like, uh, it's great. I, I thought it was great. I also thought it was fucked up. And I, I the second time watching with you, Mike, I was like, look at Colton's face. Yes, which was a great pickup because I sort of, I think I would have missed it if just Justin didn't pick it out. But Basically, so we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Basically, uh, Dave, or I don't know what his name is. He just looks <laughs> like a Dave, shows up, and he knocks on... on uh, he knocks on Cassie's, Cassie's door. door. I didn't yeah. know the name. He knocks on Cassie's door, and they have like a little talk, and, and he gives, gives the whole She's God crying. Speech. She's crying. Yeah. He does a speech about, you know, when I first met your mother, I knew. She knew yeah. I was a bachelor. I had no idea I wanted to be in a relationship. And then I met her, and I just knew I wanted Which to marry also, her. Which also, by the way, is the explanation of love by a simple man. Yes. That, yes. like, this is this thing that you just, just like, sort of knew. Like a lightning and it's bolt like, that hits you. And this isn't, like, a, a thing that you, like, work at and sort of, like, compromise with a person, pick at somebody's flaws a little bit. <laughs> And, and accept them. Yeah. You know, that's like all aspects of love. I did it for two years. We had a great relationship and I didn't know until like the third date if I even wanted to go on a fourth date. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The, you have to sort of like feel people out and sort of, I, it's a really naive thing. It's literally something like a, like Christians who've met and felt that spark because that's what they have in their head because yeah. they don't fuck a lot. That's sort of what they think. Yeah. So I get it. It's good for some people, but that's not realistic. So I I think it was kind of weird advice to give your 23-year-old daughter who has had sex before. Right. Uh, It's bizarre. so Christian after all, (laughs) is she, Dave? Yeah. (laughs) So so whatever. So she starts weeping, and then she's like, and and then he goes, you know what you have to do, right? And he's like, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to be on The Bachelorette next season. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sort of what they say to like a terrorist before they strap the bomb on him and walk him into the square. <laughs> you, understand you know what you have to do, right? right? <laughs> you go to the middle of the square. You s- shout out the religious thing you're affiliated with our religion. <laughs> and then you explode yourself. <laughs> so I'm saying that to cover myself because I don't want you to think I'm just doing an Arab thing. Right. It can yeah, be yeah, a Catholic. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about Christians. We are. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there have been some crazy fucking Christians in this world. Uh, Davidian Ranch. Uh, no, uh, so so whatever. So she goes off. Then Colton, it's great. It's it's great prompting by the producers. Yeah. They show Colton getting the, the you know, the, the honeymoon suite ready or whatever, right? Yes. The fantasy oh, suite yeah. ready. He's, he's getting that thing nice. He's lighting like, candles. Like candles, fluffing the pillows. It's like he's a prop master. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He's fluffing the pillows. Yeah. He's making the bed. Yeah. He's sort of doing busy work because they are, they're implying he's going to fuck tonight. Yeah, right. He's like, I think tonight's he's pretty found special. The one. He goes, I th- I'm pretty sure I found the one. Yeah. So he's implying, I'm going to fuck. I, I'm, I, we're going to fuck. It's going to be yeah. great. The yeah. drought is over. It's going to rain in Mexico. You know it's going mean? to pour, baby. <laughs> it's going to pour. So yeah. he, they're setting this up, and I can just imagine the producers watching this going, oh, my God. Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't realize what's coming. Just wringing their hands. He doesn't like realize that wherever he walks, there's going to be a rug underneath him. Oh, yeah. And someone's going to pull it. Uh, absolutely. So he goes to dinner with Cassie. She wears what can only be described as a Tiffany mesh ring of a dress. Yes. Uh, Correct. She, she, was she looks that. like she's going off to battle in medieval times. <laughs> she has chain mail on. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, so that's going on. And uh, they have pleasantries. They kiss. Yeah. He's holding her hand. And then she gets into it. She just sort of goes, you know what? I wanted to feel a certain way. And I don't feel a certain way. And I want to, but I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can do this. And Colton tries 
logic. Yeah. Uh, Which we all know does not work on women. <laughs> well, it doesn't work when someone doesn't like you. Uh-huh. If someone's not into you, there's no logic. Right. Uh, I was telling this to Mike. The older I've gotten, the more I've been like, I don't want anything to do with someone who's not wild about me, who's not super interested in me. 100%. At this it's point, it's not worth it. Listen, uh, we, you're an old man. I'm only <laughs> like, I'm only a middle aged man at this point. Yeah. But uh, uh, agreed. 100%. You get to a point where you just understand that, like, there is such little time in life yes. to hang around and try to convince somebody that, I mean, wh- I mean, why do you like this person? If yeah. this person can't give it back to you in a specific way, really, what do you like about this person? Are you just attracted to them? Are you attracted to the fact that she is, like, a cute blonde girl from California? Yes. I, well, who I, shares maybe some I, of the same, like, weird religious values that you have? I've, t- I've told you my theory, Mike, that blonde people want to stay with blonde people. Right. It's a theory that I've seen, I've known, I, I know it's true. Yes. Blonde people, didn't you date someone blonde once? I dated Susie Bridges from Alabama. And what did she say to you? She said, uh, we could never have babies because our children wouldn't be blonde because I have very dark, <laughs> dark, thick Italian hair. And I think that's the thought process. She also said... Uh, my my grandfather would be amazed that I was dating an Italian. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the woman who was so racist. She was racist even against other white people. She didn't know though. No, until she, she didn't met know. me. <laughs> yeah, she, she had no idea that you were different. Uh, no, Susie's a very sweet person though, and uh, uh, not racist. Just uh, anyway. Uh, good. She's listening. Obviously, definitely not. Uh, yeah. So I. Uh, he doesn't see this coming and you can't convince someone of anything. I've, I found this Agreed. out in high school. There were a lot of girls that I was great friends with. Yes. I was an attractive guy yep. at the end of high school and I tried to convince him today. I, I pleaded. I, I begged, dude, when you were, you understand when you were we young, are best friends. Here's the thing. Why can't we date? We're best friends. Here's what I think is going on through Colton's head too. Colton does have this, like, I think in his head, he has this very like, this opinion of himself that he's this like sweet like aw shucks guy uh-huh. but i think he does consider himself like a hot dude yes in his head you know he's like i'm on tv i'm the he's bachelor a, he's, he's, i'm he's in the great sh- shape he's a star of yes. a top rated show on network tv exactly so right. he, he had, for one year he has that right to feel that way right and he, he's got he's got even though there is like an obvious humility about him there is like underneath all of that a bit of an ego and the premise of this show is that all of these women are wild about you <laughs> and you get your pick at yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. That's you get the whole your pick. point of the show. But then you know what happens? W- women have other ideas. Why is this? Because they're humans. No. They're humans. They are. But also like, like the, the, the thing is that like they're, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. You're part of this experience uh-huh. and at least and again, maybe she's being provoked by producers and Dave and all these people that are like, you know, sort of have a, a, a stake in her uh, mental well-being or what she's going to do. Sure. Yeah. But um, the other thing is, it's like, what do you are you really just there for like the trips to Portugal and the opportunity to be the next bachelorette and to sell tummy tea or whatever? Like. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there then if you're not going to at least like give this guy humor him enough to be like, all right, yeah, maybe I don't necessarily want to get married yet because it's been two weeks. Yeah. But I would like to maybe like con- like we both live in California, like we can keep dating. Like, yeah. Do you not know after a couple of weeks that whether or not you want to keep dating somebody? You're on a TV show with them and you're literally like you just vi- you just met his parents just met you- him uh-huh. like. I, I just don't understand like like and it, it makes her look so bad I feel like because I understand she knew the deal confused, she, she knew the deal if you're in the final three this guy's gonna propose or this guy's gonna want to continue to date you but he literally even said on the date he's like we don't have to get engaged like I don't expect yeah you let's to get be into like, what actually happens yeah we're, we're running off on uh, guys convincing women of something which has never worked in the history of history of anything there's nothing more unattractive but, uh, my whole point with all that was basically that it's probably just a serious like punch to the stomach for his ego to yeah. be the bachelor <laughs> get rejected yeah he's now so i've read this in vulture he's now the most rejected man in the history of the bachelor right so women have taken themselves out 
of the running for Colton at a record. It's it's up to like six, I think, right now. Yeah. Six people have sort of been like, you know what, I'm out. And he also was rejected in The Bachelorette, famously. Yeah. So this man has just had heartbreak right. left and right publicly. Yeah. So Because he's got no fucking swag. <laughs> he doesn't have a swag. Yeah. So, so whatever. So the episode continues. She really trying to break it up. He's using logic. He's using uh, reasoning. And she's not into you. So she says, uh, I, 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 I want to know. I really hate that I don't know, but I, I, I just don't know. Meaning like, I don't want to be mean. Yeah, yeah. So then he's like. And I don't want to date you. <laughs> yes. And, and she's like, and he goes, uh, were you going to leave after this? And she's like, yeah, actually. My Uber's right here, and I get charged per minute that I make them wait. So yeah. if you don't mind, I have to go catch yeah. my Portuguese Uber. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's really great. She's really trying to get out of there. Yeah. Walks her out, and then at one point, probably my favorite point is they're sort of out of the bench they were sitting on, uh, and. He's holding. He goes, come, come here, and then he holds her. A woman who just broke up with him. He's yeah. holding, yeah. consoling. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You just broke up with me publicly on national TV. It's okay. It's fine that you broke up with me. Yeah, I still yeah. do love you. You're gonna be fine. Don't ever forget that yeah, I love yeah. you. And, and and that's the thing I've never seen. I, I think I was telling you this. I've never seen someone in The Bachelor in the final three just blatantly say, "I don't care about the other people." Yeah, I've chosen you, which is honest because I'm sure definitely people have their mind made up every yeah, single yeah. time it gets the final three. Right. But I've never heard it just a man going, no, no, please. Yeah. I, it's you. I love. Yeah, yeah, please yeah, yeah. forget yeah. the other two whores. <laughs> I'm the bachelor. Love me. <laughs> and, uh, and Cassie has a great point of going, uh, how about those other two girls who think yeah. they're going to win? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Or think they're in love. Yeah. He doesn't care. He literally has burned the bridge. He said on national TV, I don't care about the other two. Yeah. Uh, so she gets out of there and Colton starts weeping. Colton retreats to his room. Colton leaves his room, takes leaves a wallet, yep. shoves a camera out of the way, yep. uh, knocks something out of the way, and then does an impressive NFL combine. A full vault <laughs> of a seven-foot fence. He does the 40-yard dash walk, and then he does a seven-foot Leap over yeah. a fence yeah. using a lot of upper body strength, but still very impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Former NFL linebacker. player. No, I, linebacker. End? No, I think it was a tight end. No, he was a defensive player. You think so? Yeah. Oh wow. I think he was a, a linebacker. Either way, uh, real world class athlete. Still in, <laughs> at the top. <laughs> he, he, he he the, yeah, yeah. He, he's one of the top three athletes of all time in The Bachelor. Uh, so, so that's really good. And, uh, and so he leaves. Yeah. And at one point it turns into the Truman show because Chris yes. Harrison is magically there. Yeah, Chris yeah. Harrison is always five steps away from whatever's yeah. going on, yeah, which yeah, I didn't yeah. realize because yeah. he's outside the door when they're fucking in the fantasy suite. Yes. He's just there with he's the, got cup. The, get the cup. Yeah. I was going to say the cup. <laughs> he's got a cup to the door. Yeah. And yeah. So Colton bolts and Chris Harrison is magically there and he goes, open the doors. All right. Go through the gates. I hear dogs barking. Follow the dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's literally like when Truman goes missing in the Truman show. Yeah. And, and literally everyone in the town is like, Truman! Yeah, yeah, Truman! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just looking for goofy old Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's how the episode ends. It ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, and uh, it's exactly as I predicted three weeks ago. <laughs> that he was going to get rejected. So my thing was I thought he was going to lose his virginity then get rejected and then become like catatonic. It's even less. Right. He, he didn't he have didn't sex with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his, you know, <laughs> maybe that's why he got over that fence so quickly because it's just all this bottled up cum that just propelled him. Yeah. Right it's like a boxer fence. who yeah. doesn't like have sex yeah. like months before their title fight. Yeah, yeah that's right. Bottle all that <laughs> testosterone. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, so next week we're going to have the finale. They did the women's tell all. We, I, I didn't watch it. I watched it. Uh, Those the things main are never thing, that great. Uh, I had a good time. Okay. Okay. The main thing that came away from that is Demi is a fucking boss. Yeah. Demi from day one has knew how to play the game perfectly. Yeah. She sort of knew exactly how to respond. She knew how to play the game. And Courtney, who Demi had a beef with, uh, came at she came at Demi and yeah. she lost at one point yeah Courtney's starts you know attacking Demi you're a child you don't know what you're talking about and Demi goes 
it's 2019 and you still haven't spoken to Colton. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> She's still trolling him. Yeah. And, and then at one point, Courtney, who I don't know, I guess she came prepared for this. Yeah. At one point, Courtney uh, can't take it anymore because Demi's just tap dancing on her. She stands up, walks over to Courtney very fast, and I'm like, oh my God, is she going to punch her? Yeah. She takes out a pacifier and tries to pit it in her mouth. <laughs> so she showed up in a dress, got yeah. hair and makeup done, yeah, yeah. and kept a pacifier in her bra, pretty just impressive. waiting for this one moment yeah, to yeah. call her a baby. Yeah. And... And and I have to say, Demi's a G. She doesn't flinch. Yeah. She doesn't move. She doesn't look scared. She's a small girl. Yeah. Doesn't move at all. She takes the fucking pacifier and throws it at her. <laughs> Hilarious. Great. It was a great time. Uh, I, Kaylin was on there too. The former beauty queen from Alabama. I think Kaylin actually was the one who was hoping to win. And I think uh, that they wanted to have Cassie as the Bachelorette. That was sort of the. The he said she's the she said she said thing of a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So people have accused two people of being there for the wrong reasons, Kaylin and Cassie. And it comes out yesterday, three girls on the show on the tell all basically said, yeah, they had a conversation. I hope I hope one of us uh, wins it and the other one gets the Bachelorette. They said that on the way and from the airport from Singapore, and it was Cassie and Kaylin. And Kaylin is very distraught about losing. She's crying on the on the tell all. Yeah. So now I realize that she actually did have a connection. She wanted to win, and Cassie never did. She was yeah. hoping to be the, be, be the bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. But I have some news, and I know who's the bachelorette. You want to know, Mike? How do you? Wait, I want to know how you know this before we tell. So a guy I, I've been hooking up with. I'm gay now. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Reality, Steve. That's what he calls himself. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if Reality Steve already put it out there, then... Yeah. Reality Steve has said, uh, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know who's the next Bachelorette, please... Uh, Fast forward the next forty seconds, seconds yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the next Bachelorette, drum roll, Michael. Is going to be Nobody cares <laughs> It's a dead franchise Why am I watching it uh, No it's going to be uh, Hannah B Oh so from this season Yeah Hannah B Well I know that Hannah B is the one who went Hannah Beast. So I figured out wh- why she's the person. She definitely is the person now. Okay. So in the tell-all, Hannah B was the most beloved person by everyone. Yeah. Which is always a good thing. So my guess is Hannah B has a lot of funny B-roll footage. Do you remember she had like two sticks and she was pretending to be the never been kissed girl? She's like, look yeah. at me. I'm a... Yeah. So I think she's the funniest. She's probably gotten along with cast and crew, like the entire crew. Right. Chris right, Harrison. Right. She's which been very charming, way. which yeah. goes a long way. And... She is funny. <laughs> she's very funny to me. For she's funny for like the Bachelorette. Yeah, the Bachelor Bachelorette. She's funny. She's not funny like Corinne Fisher. Right, right, right. We have to mention her every episode. Well, otherwise we lose listeners. Yep. Uh, our good friend, personal friend, Corinne Fisher, who, right. who called Mike in a phone call once. Yeah, recently <laughs> we had a good talk the other night. Yeah. And uh, um, I haven't spoken to her on the phone in a while. Well, she likes me better. Yep, yep. She said, uh, this is the last thing I do for friendship. <laughs> That's what she said to me. I had to ask her a question about dogs, and she was like, you know, uh, this is the last time I'm going to help a friend. <laughs> she's done helping friends because of me. I had to ask her a question about traveling over, with the dog, and she's like, you know what? That's it. Yeah. Uh, so, Do you think she's going to be a better bachelorette than uh, Becca? That's the last person that I have any sort of reference for. Uh, yes. I did not I wasn't wild about Becca's season Becca seemed nice Yeah a little boring Yeah I think Hannah B's A people pleaser Okay And I think Hannah B's Very sweet And Funny So I will say I I look forward to The Bachelorette More than The Bachelor And why is that? Uh, Mostly because The thing The reason why I think The Bachelor is never as good Is because you have to give So many more women Screen time Uh huh uh, and that's never entertaining. Mm. But the good thing about The Bachelorette is it's already, only one woman uh-huh. and a whole bunch of men on screen, <laughs> Just, which is more fun to watch. I can't believe you're sexist. Well, <laughs> this is shocking to me. Uh, uh, I, I don't know which one I like better. Uh, I think the men are in a way crazier because they actually fight. Yeah, they actually fight. They actually get into stuff. There's, there's like all these like. 
Any like I said, last last season was a bit of a letdown when the Jordan and David thing wasn't a real. Well, because like, you fight. have two people who are like complete waste of space who will never fight anyone in the history of life. Right. You right. Know what right. I mean, yeah. Jordan has never thrown a punch. Correct. <laughs> so you know what I mean. I would David has never correct. thrown a punch. So. Yeah. I I mean you need two guys who are like a former NFL player or like a former I don't know you just need people who are used to like actual fighting to get on the show yeah yeah they really they need former they, MMA they fighter. do have to mix it up yeah they should get some guys from New Jersey on there who uh, a couple guys from Boston yeah yeah a couple people that get, are a couple guys from Texas get a Sully yeah some Sully. people that are just just like they go to fucking bars in like Carteret New Jersey. <laughs> They have tribal tattoos Mm -hmm. and they're ready to just, you know, if somebody crosses them in the bachelor mansion, they're ready to, you know, uh, fucking put their fist through through the wall and then, and then, you know, get dry, you know, get some, some, um, spackle and go right over the drywall and fix it. I've told you my ways to fix the bachelorette and the bachelor franchise. Yeah. Um, it's pretty stale. Choosing Hannah B is good for like the set of white girls but not the most compelling i think taisha would have been better i think yeah. kerpa would have been much better kerpa would have been great taisha is gorgeous and i don't know if she had much to say but she was nice yeah. she was interesting i think someone like kerpa or sydney would have been fun but i told you the way to fix the like truly pump life into it you have people over the age of 65 mm-hmm. only yeah, a bunch of old people because I don't know what the fuck old people date. Yeah, you, you, like what do they talk about? So I recently watched the show Dating uh, Around. Shit last week. No, exactly. <laughs> so I watched Dating Around on Netflix, which is if you haven't seen it, get past the first episode. The first episode is a uh, real estate douche yeah. going on a bunch of dates. A very boring guy who's going on dates. So it's it's pretty boring, but <laughs> but. Uh, after that, it gets better, and the the best episode so far of the series is this older guy, um, fucking forget his name. He goes on five dates with women his own age, like in the 70s, yeah, yeah. and it's great. There's no lies. Yeah, yeah. They just say what they feel like. Yeah. They just talk about like, oh, I, uh, they have empathy at one point. Uh, the guy's a widower. And people express actual sympathy and like ask him about his wife. Yeah. What you guys? It's it's great. Yeah. And to watch a show like The Bachelorette, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, have people who actually have life experience. Yeah. Something to say. They know heartbreak. Yeah. Pit those people on because what the fuck does twenty three year old Cassie Randolph know? Right. About heartbreak. Well, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I don't. I don't respect an opinion of somebody under the age of twenty five because you yeah. go, you don't know anything, dude. And you've it kind of everything once. Even if even if it's not people that are in their sixties, I mean that's a bit of a reach for this sure. thing. But if you put real adults on this thing, like let's say Colton was thirty five instead of twenty six or twenty seven, however old yeah, he yeah. is, I feel like that's a better show. I yeah, don't, I don't know why we can't make anything for adults anymore. Thirty-five, and and then you put people over thirty on the show. Don't have a twenty-three-year-old on there. Yeah, it's man, dumb. it just doesn't. It doesn't make. There's no desperation. Yeah, you and want, that's the thing, <laughs> you man. Want the like, think of desperation. You need some desperation, and you need some people that are gonna like. Well, and here's the thing. You, <laughs> I can't say this. Oh boy. <laughs> It, I think you're. <laughs> oh no! I, what the hell are you thinking? I think you're more likely. All right. So if you have if you have Colton and a bunch of women who are like in their 30s, right? Uh-huh. I feel like you are less likely to get a woman who's on that show just trying to be the Bachelorette because obviously America doesn't want to see a woman over 30 on TV. Yes. In the lead role, doing anything. Yes. So that would be a huge way to fix this thing because women over 30. <laughs> know their place <laughs> oh no oh no uh I'm for tr- all the women who've turned off the I'm show i bet if you stay i'm just tr- I'm, I'm literally just saying this to be the absolute worst right now on purpose <laughs> to just be such a dickhead but no i do think that like having like actual adults on a show because for whatever reason uh, hollywood feels like they can't make shows for adults anymore that there is this like obsession with with youth but it's beyond like youth it's like they're children 23 is a child 23 is like they've experienced everything once yeah so so like me i've experienced a lot of things several times and 
I don't I don't necessarily learn all the time, but yeah. I know enough to recognize something qu- quicker. Yeah. And so it just changes everything. So I think it'd be a lot more interesting if they just skewed all the way up on age. And how about this? How about you have an all black bachelorette, all black bachelor, all Chinese. Yeah. Do you know how many Chinese people are in this world? Yeah. It I would mean, be interesting be because it's majority white every time. I don't think... I, just fucking change it up, dude. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. it, it it's really the same shit all the time. And this isn't like a, a, a thing for inclusion or diversity. It literally is just... I'm bored by the same results, by the same type of people over yeah. and over again. Yeah. I know. I agree with you, man. I think that it's like... I just think it's, it's really... Listen, man. White people are boring. Plain and simple. <laughs> you need to mix it up, and you need. Let's just get some people that have a little and bit of flavor Puerto Rican in there, man. Bachelorette would be fine, fascinating. Fine with me. Or you want to spice it up even worse? Put it, put a, a Dominican and a Haitian person in there, uh, <laughs> and see if the sparks fly. You, you know? know, people said we couldn't fall in love because we come from different parts of the same island. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love you. Yeah, I, I Jorge. At, at this point, I would just say, man, like, like, what would be the the bad thing about getting some people who are sort of like actual stereotypes of their culture and you throwing even them in a house? Just have interesting people of like switch it up. You have one white person there, and you have like yeah. I don't know. Twenty nine. You, you get a bunch uh, of Hispanics. You, you, get a, you get a bunch of ethnic people in there, so that one white person is afraid. Yes. Now you know how fucking Tasha feels when she's surrounded right. by you know nineteen white girls. Yeah, and it's literally her and like Anyeka and like Courtney or something. Now you know how it feels. Yeah. You're gonna act a little crazy too. You're gonna be banging a drum to try to get somebody's attention. Yeah. Because this is wild. I agree. So I I uh, I think there's so many easy ways to. To make it interesting Yeah uh, A special needs Bachelor would be great Oh that would be amazing And It would just be adorable Yeah Like no one would be upset Yeah It's just a bunch of people With special needs Trying to find love Yeah Who doesn't watch that uh, Yeah <laughs> I, I'm with you Every all time right. he eliminates someone He weeps <laughs> And he walks them All the way home <laughs> You know what I mean He's just yeah. I'm so sorry Yeah <laughs> Just Like Have you ever seen The kindness of a person With Down syndrome they wouldn't eliminate anyone. They would just keep everyone. Has syndrome. So yes, I want to keep all of them, but I'm going to choose her. But you're you're all you're, there's thirty roses. I, I cut it in half. <laughs> I would love That'd that. Be very heartwarming. It'd be a great show. Yeah, that would be heartwarming. I think you should get rid of eliminations because it would be too mean. Yeah, and then he just chooses somebody at the end that he really yeah. has a crush on. Uh, all right, we got to go, folks. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here on the Down syndrome thing. <laughs> Uh, I'm at Mike Coscarelli on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Fart Box on Instagram and at Justin Perez on Twitter. We cannot reiterate enough how important it is for you to go to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you that does it. Obviously, you can tweet us or DM us. We'll talk about whatever you want on the show. If there's a specific show that you could suggest that we watch, maybe something that we haven't watched yet, especially now that The Bachelor is about to go back on hiatus. Uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey is about to go on hiatus. I'll tell you what, Pump is getting nice and hot, though, boy. <laughs> nice and hot. We got Real Housewives of New York coming back. Pump Next week, we're going to nice talk about hot. The, the Michael Jackson documentary. So there's a lot of good stuff coming up, uh, so stay with us. We also we got a couple good guests coming up in the next couple weeks, I, I hope, I think. And uh, hopefully, we got some, some really good stuff coming for you guys. So we appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.